Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Breaking news tonight, the imminent deal between Israel and Hamas for the release of dozens of hostages in exchange for Palestinian prisoners and a pause in the fighting. Here are tonight's headlines. We're now very close. We could bring uh, some of these hostages home very soon. With over 200 hostages still in Gaza, the big questions tonight, how many could be freed and where are they being held? Multiple people injured in a mass shooting at an Ohio Walmart. This guy walked right past me with an assault rifle and he started shooting. As millions take to the skies for Thanksgiving, we're tracking a major storm that could impact your flight. This is United's Newark Airport Operations Center. Everyone here is watching the weather and about 370 departures with 50,000 passengers trying to get out and get home on time. Our Living Well series, Raising Spirits Without Alcohol. I just feel a sense of calm that I hadn't felt when I was drinking. Mr. David Letterman. And David Letterman returns to late night to find some surprising changes. Is that anything like what you had over there, down there? What, all this weed? Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Tuesday night. I'm Jerika Duncan in Fernora. We begin tonight with Israel and Hamas on the verge of a deal that would free a number of hostages in Gaza in exchange for a temporary pause in fighting. The long-anticipated agreement is expected to be for the release of 50 hostages, mainly women and children. In addition to the four-day pause in fighting, the deal would include the freeing of at least 150 Palestinian prisoners currently being held by Israel. The number of hostages freed could increase in the days ahead. Today's news comes as we learned 14,000 people have been killed in Gaza, according to the Hamas-run health ministry. 
Tonight, Israel is preparing to escalate the war by moving its devastating ground invasion from northern Gaza further south. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu today announced that the military's push into southern Gaza is not a question of if, but when it will happen. CBS's Holly Williams will start us off tonight from Tel Aviv. Good evening, Holly. Good evening, Jerika. Hamas have told us the 50 hostages they'd release would all be civilians and all women and children. Around 10 Americans are still unaccounted for after the October 7th attacks, and it's thought some of them were taken hostage, including a three-year-old girl. We don't know at this point if they would be released. The proposed deal was brokered by the US and Qatar. Hamas would be incentivized to release more than 50 hostages, with three Palestinian prisoners, mainly women and children, freed for every hostage who's returned to Israel. There would be a six-hour daily pause in fighting for four days, which could be extended, during which Israel's aerial surveillance would be halted. And 300 trucks each day would carry aid, including cooking oil and fuel for hospitals, into the Gaza Strip. But tonight, Israel's Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, vowed this won't be the end of the war, saying his country will continue fighting until it's eliminated Hamas. Israel says there are 236 hostages. Only four have been released until now, while Israel's military has retrieved the bodies of two others from Gaza and rescued one soldier who'd been taken captive. It's an agonizing wait for the families of the hostages. Some of them gathered here, along with their supporters in central Tel Aviv. In a rare interview this past weekend, a senior Hamas leader, Musa Abu Mazouk, claimed some of the hostages are being held by other Palestinian militants and some by Palestinian families. So you don't know exactly how many civilian hostages there are and you don't know where all of them are? We, we don't know because in the ground, nobody can move, nobody can make a list, nobody can search about this. It is, a, it is a war. Abu Mazouk, who's designated a terrorist by the US government, also claims that around 60 of the hostages have been killed in Israeli airstrikes. We cannot independently confirm that. But the chaos and devastation in Gaza are plain to see. Today, CBS News producer Marwan Al Ghul sent us this report from Nuzaret refugee camp. Palestinian media say it was hit late at night by an Israeli bombardment. At least 20 were killed in this place. Women still here, women body under this place also. Children. There's new hope here tonight in Israel and also in Gaza. But the hostages aren't out yet. If the hostages are released, the relief group Red Crescent would take them from Hamas and hand them over to Israel's military. A U.S. official said today that they will need immediate medical attention because they've been held in, quote, abhorrent conditions. Jerika. Holly Williams, thank you. CBS's chief foreign affairs correspondent and moderator of Face the Nation, Margaret Brennan, joins us now. I know you've been talking to your sources all day. Tell us about how this agreement came to be. 
Uh, Jerika, this was really intense diplomacy by a very small group in the United States and in Qatar over the past seven weeks, and a deal came together over the weekend. It's six pages long. Hamas agreed this morning. Israel still has not approved it. Uh, we know since late October, CIA Director Bill Burns has been in direct contact with Mossad Chief David Barnea. And it was around that same time, following the release of two American citizens, Natalie and Judith Renan, that the U.S. had proof Qatar could deliver as the conduit to Hamas. We nearly had a deal at the end of October, but it fell apart right before Israel launched its full-scale incursion of Gaza, and hit another hitch around the Israeli siege of Al-Shifa Hospital. So this past weekend, a two-phase agreement was settled on. Phase one, 50 confirmed hostages, the U.S. has proof they're alive, will be released over four days during six-hour pauses. Israel will let in aid and release Palestinian prisoners. If those four days succeed, phase two starts. Roughly two dozen civilian hostages will be released. More hostages means a longer pause in fighting. So President Biden, uh, Jerika himself, has had to pick up the phone and really press for this to close. And again, Israel has not agreed to this. Not yet. Not yet. Thank you, Margaret. Well, several U.S. troops were wounded today in an attack at the Al-Assad Air Base in western Iraq. The Pentagon says this was the first time in recent weeks that U.S. troops were targeted with a close-range ballistic missile. Officials say a heavily armed U.S. attack plane like this one quickly retaliated, killing several Iranian-backed militants. Over the past month, dozens of U.S. troops have been wounded in 66 attacks on bases where Americans are operating in Iraq and Syria. Well, tonight, airlines are preparing for the busiest travel day of the Thanksgiving week, and severe weather is threatening to put a damper on some plans. The number of air travelers heading to visit family and friends is expected to break records. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is at Newark Liberty International Airport. Tonight, home for the holidays feels more like a race against Mother Nature. Roads were light, traffic in the airport's been nice. Jennifer Murray and Patrick Steyer are off to Wisconsin to meet their brand new niece if they can beat the weather. I was trying to avoid the crazy crowds that I'm anticipating tomorrow. We will also come back on Saturday instead of Sunday. Passenger service gate 107. From United's Newark Airport Operations Center, the airline is tracking about 370 scheduled departures. If anything is going wrong, we try to minimize the disruption both to the customers and all the people working here. So we try to have an aircraft and a gate plan that works for everyone. United expects nearly 6 million passengers during the holiday, up 13% from last year. And the airline is using a new boarding system dubbed Wilma. After pre-boards and elite flyers, they'll board window seats, then middle seats, and finally those in the aisle, hoping to save a few minutes per flight. Senior Vice President Mike Hanna. Do you guys feel an added pressure that this goes right? Well, there's definitely that added pressure because you want to do everything you can to serve our customers. Many of the customers during this time period are traveling only one time a year, so it's critically important we're doing our absolute best to deliver for them. The wet, windy weather is already a factor on the roads, with more than 49 million expected to drive this week. Some choosing to move up their plans and leave as soon as possible. Well, we both got done with class and the weather is kind of not great, so we didn't want to travel at night. A AAA says the worst time to drive tomorrow will be between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. So far, because of the storm, we've only seen a handful of cancellations, which is good news for the airlines because tomorrow is expected to be the busiest day to fly ahead of the holiday. Jerika. All right, and it looks pretty busy behind you already. Chris Van Cleve, thank you.
Heavy rain and even some snow could cause headaches for travelers in the southeast up through New England over the next 24 hours. For the latest on that, let's bring in Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Jerika. Once again, tracking the potential for severe weather across the south this evening, overnight, tonight. It's possible damaging wind gusts and brief tornadoes. The same system helping to produce this, also bringing some messy weather for pre-Thanksgiving travel in the northeast. Winds peaking tonight 25 to 30 miles per hour. Those will be the wind gusts. Some snow, possibly some ice, mainly the higher elevations. Considerable improvements by tomorrow evening as this system pushes offshore. Cooler temperatures, but mostly dry for most people in the U.S. on Thanksgiving Day. In Jerica, the only real significant precipitation will be in the inner mountain west in the form of snow. All right, Chris Warren, thank you. Police in Ohio are investigating a mass shooting at a Walmart near Dayton that left four shoppers wounded. Police say the gunman took his own life. CBS's Tom Hansen has newly released body cam video showing the tense aftermath. Where's he at? What's he look like? Body cam video captured the dramatic moments officers rushed inside this Walmart in Beaver Creek, Ohio. Got him. Just moments before. What's going on? Uh, there's a dude shooting in, okay. in the store. Terrified shoppers and workers ran for cover and called 911. I have uh, customers sheltering in place in the cash office. We got reports of uh, active, active in the area. The gunman opened fire on shoppers with a high point 45 caliber carbine long gun, wounding four people. Tonight, three are in stable condition. A fourth victim is in critical but stable condition. I was literally just shopping for Thanksgiving stuff, and this guy walked right past me with an assault rifle, and he started shooting. The suspect was later found dead with a self-inflicted wound, but the shooting leaving the community stunned just ahead of the holiday shopping rush. I'm so lucky to be alive. He literally walked right past me. How do people do stuff like, like this? The FBI is currently looking at the shooter, um, his background, his motivation. With over 130 million shoppers expected on Black Friday, experts are urging Americans to be aware. Mall security is homeland security. It's just important for people to go about their business, but to be aware of their surroundings. God forbid should be in one of those situations. Run, hide, fight is what everybody needs to remember. And Walmart says it is working with investigators to try to find a motive. According to the Gun Violence Archive, there have been at least 611 mass shootings so far this year. That is nearly two mass shootings every single day. Jerika. Yeah, making it harder for people to go about their business. Tom, thank you. There is breaking news in search for a Colorado sus suspect uh, in shooting of killing three people and critically injuring another over a property dispute. The 45-year-old suspect was captured today in New Mexico. He had been on the run since Monday afternoon following the shootings in Custer County, about 150 miles south of Denver. Well, tonight, the New York City Police Department says there are growing concerns about security with the escalating violence in Gaza. CBS News has learned about heightened threats of possible terror attack on the U.S. and New York State is a focus. CBS's Catherine Harridge joins us now with more on these concerning details. Catherine. Thank you, Jerika. CBS News has obtained a security alert suggesting an increasing terrorist threat to New York State. 
The New York State Intelligence Bulletin points to Israeli operations against Hamas, and specifically that the increase in civilian casualties raises the likelihood that violent extremist threat actors will seek to conduct attacks against targets in the West, with New York State being a focus. The alert says possible targets include protests and other public events. Police in New York maintaining a highly visible security presence around potential targets like synagogues. And while there's no specific or credible threat, security for this week's Thanksgiving Day parade is at a high level with the full deployment of thousands of New York City police officers. The Intelligence Bulletin emphasizes that anti-Palestinian chatter has also been observed on multiple social media channels, with pro-Israeli advocates calling for violence against Palestinians and those who support them. The greatest threat threat comes from lone actors who take inspiration from violent rhetoric, much of it online. Today, New York's governor called on social media companies to take an aggressive approach to shut them down, Jerika. Catherine Harridge, thank you for that. Well, tonight, a major shakeup at the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange. Billionaire founder and CEO of Binance, Changpeng Zhao, pleaded guilty to failing to prevent money laundering on the exchange and abruptly stepped down. Binance agreed to pay more than $4 billion in fines for allowing more than 100,000 transactions that supported Hamas and other terrorist activity, along with illegal drug sales. Binance will continue to operate with a new CEO. Well, an investigation is underway after a Navy plane overshoots a runway in Hawaii and lands in the water. We'll have the details next. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Tonight, the U.S. Navy is investigating a crash landing involving one of its planes after it overshot a runway at a Marine base near Honolulu, Hawaii, and landed in the water. Now, all nine people on board made it to shore safely. There are reports that fog may have played a role in the crash. Well, at least one person was killed and several others are unaccounted for after a landslide slammed into homes in Alaska. It happened Monday night near the city of Wrangell, about 200 miles south of Juneau. Officials say the ground where homes were swept away is extremely unstable and slowing the search and rescue efforts. Our Living Well series is next with a surprising new find on alcohol and blood pressure. A recent report from the American Heart Association found that drinking alcohol may contribute to increased blood pressure, even in adults without hypertension. In tonight's Living Well series, CBS's Adriana Diaz shows us some of the benefits to cutting back on alcohol. One of the newest party scenes in New York City is missing a key ingredient, alcohol. 
demand was something I had never expected. So. Elizabeth Gascoigne started this alcohol-free event company called Absence of Proof after deciding to stop drinking two years ago. The biggest difference I see is with my mental health and anxiety levels. I just feel a sense of calm that I hadn't felt when I was drinking. A research analysis from the American Heart Association has another reason to cut back. It shows drinking just one alcoholic beverage a day can contribute to increased blood pressure. The main risk factor with high blood pressure is cardiovascular disease, a heart attack, stroke. It can also put you at risk for kidney disease. Lee Frame is program director for integrative medicine at George Washington University. A lot of people say they drink because they want to relax. They say it helps them de-stress. Is that the case? That's a very, very common misconception. There are many ways to manage stress. Maybe take a bubble bath or take a walk in nature or spend time with friends and family. Those all actually help manage stress. Alcohol does not. Frame also suggests creating a ritual without alcohol to end the day and finding a non-alcoholic beverage you enjoy, like tea. One of the things we struggle about with is the, the social aspect. You could go to the bar and have something else, or you could try and do a different activity. For Gascoin, that includes her alcohol-free events. You feel great, which is like a, a biggest life hack I tell people if they want more energy is to remove alcohol for a while. Proof that for Gascoin, living well means living without alcohol. Adriana Diaz, CBS News, Washington. I love a good ginger ale with cherries. Well, David Letterman returns to his old stomping grounds on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. That's next. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind. With Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Finally tonight, for the first time in more than eight years, David Letterman returned to the Ed Sullivan Theater and to the show he hosted for more than two decades. The former king of late night was a guest on uh, a guest last night's Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Letterman was greeted with a rousing standing ovation from the audience. This yes. is the most enthusiastic audience I have been near since the night I announced I was quitting. Letterman's final Late Show aired in 2015 and said he misses everything. When asked what he misses most about hosting the show, he even jumped behind the desk for a photo, joking he wanted to do it because his son doesn't believe he had his own show. Well, I'm sure he believes it now. Well, that is tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell and all of us here, I'm Jerika Duncan in Washington. Have a great night.
If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.